Happy Thursday. Happy Friday, Jr. Friday, Jr. Let's go. Up in the place. Uh, yesterday, I loved uh, the little banter we had about your shadow. My uh, shadow? Yeah, the your 5, your five o'clock. o'clock shadow, your 1 o'clock shadow. And it's, it's a little back. darker today. It's a little darker. We'll call it the 12 o'clock shadow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Nicole, what up? Now we can hear you. Now you can. Oh yeah, yeah. Now, you can. now we got you. Um, happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Happy yeah. Thursday. Uh, so yesterday, um, Nicole and I jumped on a call with a first-time home buyer that she had given some advice to uh, boost their credit score up. Um, man, what they a must good have feeling. watched our video. <laughs> well, they listened to Nicole and she gave some great advice. Whoa. They followed it and then circled back around. Um, and they're going to be able to buy a house and not only are they going to be able to buy a house, but they also more than likely qualify for USDA hundred percent financing shopping in Hondo. All of that is USDA. Um, so the message there twofold is one, listen to your lender. We're here to give you advice. It does not benefit, benefit us any, if we are giving you advice that doesn't work. Um, we're not going to waste our time. Plan is to get you to the point where you can purchase a home. Absolutely. I mean, if we're giving you a credit plan, it's not coming at any cost to you. Our main goal is to get you that accomplishment, yeah. to accomplish the dream of home ownership. And the second message to that was it reminded me how good it feels to help someone that thought they did not have a chance. Yeah. Um, the lady literally said, I didn't even think it was possible. Mm-hmm. And within a short period of time, they went from no possibility to possible home ownership. Um, Kristen was listening in the background, was like, man, that was cool. I yep. went, yeah, that is cool. That's a good feeling. That's what also, makes me love our job. The cherry on top of all of this is this is the agent that I'm working with. It's her first client she ever worked with when she got into the business two years ago. That's cool. And they were told no. They were told no. They were told no. And then I'm like, yes. Then she met Nicole Kelly. Oh. Yes. <laughs> and it's just, it was the coolest feeling last night hopping off that call. Yeah. At eight o'clock at night. Yep. It was just the best. That's and, right. And that's what I tell people. It's, uh, you know, most buyers, they're like, I'm never going to own a home. It's If you're working with me, it's not if, but when you'll own a home. That's right. That's right. It might be a year. Stay the course. But if you stay to the stick to the game plan, I mean, two years later, look, here we go. And y'all got it. And that wasn't even two years. That I was mean, the that month was two, for well, me. That was two, yeah. two years with other people. Other people, six, uh, 30 days with Nicole. So oh. that's yes. a great, great message to everybody out there. Letting you know that... Um, don't be afraid to seek those options. We're here to provide those options for you. And as difficult as it is for someone to give the real advice, difficult is our middle name. (laughs) (laughs) So that being said, let's jump into our rates for the day. All right. So today looks like rates went up again. So we're on that roller coaster. Yesterday they went down. Yesterday, uh, today they go up. Um, I mean, it's just like a roller coaster. You even get that gut feeling when you look at rates. You're like, yep. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so, Matt, go ahead. Um, so, national average today for your com- uh, conforming conventional 30 year fix, 7.05% up from yesterday. Um, and across the board, you're, you're just going to see all rates increased as of yesterday. So our FHA, we're looking at 6.54%. Uh, Your other VA, 6.58%. So, I mean, across the board, national average, you're looking at rates trending up. Yeah. 
And and again, they're going to continue to trend up, in my opinion. Uh, they even are talking about raising the Fed rate even higher the next time that they raise them, um, which is obviously uh, why the market is reacting the way that it is. The stock market, I think, was down like 200 points yesterday yeah. um, because of that news that uh, uh, Powell came out with. But that's that. So let's jump into our first video clip and uh, we'll talk about it. This one is entitled, We Will Look Back at Q4 as the Bottom of the Housing Market, says uh, uh, Compass CEO Robert Refkin. Refkin. Hmm. Refkin. Welcome to you. You still feeling confident in that call? I'm still feeling confident in the call. Uh, in December, pending listings, listings that had accepted offers were down 40% year over year. And in every week of January and every week in February since, we saw an increase in listings that accepted offers week over week over week. And in February, prices were actually higher than in January. Uh, interesting. We also did see mortgage rates come off those highs from last fall, and now we're back at those levels again, though. Yeah, so I would describe January as a, a frenzy. Yeah, people were saying that it, it felt like it could be the pandemic period all over again. Since then, mortgage rates have gone up 100 base points. The frenzy's over, but we still feel we still see multiple offers, more foot traffic, uh, and more buyers and sellers. It seems like we've got this tug of war between affordability and inventory, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, the prices are way higher than people want, but the inventory's so little that you got to do something. Our jobs at the center. If people start to lose their jobs, does the housing market then have to buckle one way or the other? If people lose their jobs, you know, the wild card will really be what happens to rates. Because if people lose their jobs, then the Fed could bring down rates. And if rates go down and you have mortgage rates back to six and then five. But doesn't the Fed want people to lose their jobs? I was going to say. <laughs> the Fed has a very difficult challenge. They want to bring down prices and they're raising rates to bring down prices. But as they raise rates, mortgage rates go up and more homeowners uh, 85% of homeowners have mortgage rates b- below 5% today. Uh, 28% of homeowners have mortgage rates below 3%. They consider it a financial asset. So the higher mortgage rates go because of the Fed's action, the less homeowners want to sell because they don't want to lose that financial asset and move it over something with a seven handle on it. And so then there's less inventory. Still, the buyers are there, and that's what's creating more price uh, appreciation. So you don't think that home prices are going to fall much further than we've already seen in certain markets? Is that what you're saying? I, I don't believe home prices will fall much more. It, we went from January last year from all-time low mortgage rates to a 20-year high in mortgage rates in nine months. And in December, that trough month, you had prices that were still up 6% year over year, down 4% from the spring 2022 peak. But... You know, we have since seen prices moderate up just a little bit. And you have analysts for the first time in nine months saying that prices could actually appreciate this year. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, so just quickly to, to bring this around then, what does that mean in terms of your own hiring? Because you are very aggressive in terms of recruiting real estate agents. Have you been not as aggressive as the market looser from that standpoint? Yeah, so we made a decision over the summer to stop giving any equity incentives or sign-on bonuses to agents. Uh, we have since hired over 1,000 agents who have come over because they believe the platform will help them grow their business and have a better quality of life, more income to support their family, more time to be with their family. Um, but we are, we are focused on profitable growth now uh, in every way. Okay. 
What are your thoughts on that, guys? Welcome. What are your thoughts on that? No crickets. I, I think, um, I mean, we've been we've been preaching that if you're buying a house in Texas, your, pre, your value of your property is not going to go backwards. Right. Um, I feel like this video is also kind of diving into uh, those buyers that are on the fence and mm -hmm. expecting things to go backwards. I mean, he, he's saying that it's not. It, right. It, I believe that if you're going to purchase, it's, you know, jump on that equity train right now. Sure. And, and there was something that I uh, listened to yesterday that said that uh, 2022 was the lowest uh, rate of first time home buyers ever. Um, so that I can attest to or, or attribute that to uh, home prices being higher, rates also being higher, and the realization uh, that first-time homebuyers were trying to wrap their head around going, well, rates should be coming back down anytime yeah. soon. Um, the, the market's going to fall so I can get affordable housing. And that's just not happening. So I believe that they are coming to terms with that and starting to realize if I want to become a homeowner, I'm going to have to bite the bullet and understand what my new affordability is. And, and I think if they, you know, I guess it's all perspective and subjective, right? Mm -hmm. I hate uh, their that word. opinion. <laughs> it's all subjective to their opinion. But if they were to look at the big picture, right. take a step back, I think, um, you know, they're on the fence because they're expecting this crash or mm -hmm. something along those lines. It's not going to crash. Yeah. We're, we're, we're what? Still positive where inflation still increasing. Oh, so absolutely. they're going to increase the rate. Um, I think if they took a step back, looked at the big picture and you see, you know, historically where rates have been, mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's a lot easier to, I, I guess you said in, in a previous, um, podcast that we did, but go ask your parents what your rates, yeah. <laughs> what rates were back in the day. Yeah. That's um, a good point. And, and I, I just feel like it, it's one of those where now we're getting back to, all right, rates are not going backwards. You're going to have more buyers jump on actually purchasing mm -hmm. versus waiting for this uh, crash to happen. Sure, sure. Um, I think buyers, uh, home buyers, just need to realize that um, there is no best time to buy. There is no worst time to buy. You just need to throw your hat in the ring and, and get it done. Because at the end of the day, if you are a homeowner, whether you have a 4% rate or a 7% rate, let's say you jump in at a 7% rate. Well, if you're comfortable with the payment where it's at, it can only get better moving forward because then when rates do happen to come back around, you're going to refinance, you're going to lower that payment. Um, you may have equity at that time. You can pull some out to make some modifications, whatever the case may be, but you now have that asset to play with. So, Nicole, you got anything for that one? Um, You know, I do, and I just lost it, but it's okay. it'll come back we'll come to back. me. We'll come um, back. A big piece of it, too, is just... <laughs> I was talking to a buyer yesterday who said that two years ago he was trying to buy a home, mm -hmm. but he said, I kept getting beat out. I wrote so many offers, but I kept getting beat out. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, well then now is your time to shine. Right. And he goes, well, I don't want a 7% interest rate. And I'm like, well, you're missing out on a lot of equity. Right. Like you, you need to listen to the people who are exposed to this every single day. And we're not out to be the bad guys. We're not out to put you in a position sure. or anything. We want you to be successful. Yeah. I mean, that's what has gotten all of us to where we are today. Um, but there was just a lot of hesitation because on one hand, you're waiting for the other shoe to drop and then the other shoe drops and then this one's gone. So it's like, if you're you waiting for the perfect time- can't have your cake and eat it too. No, right. you, you can't. Right. And so it's just making sure that 
you understand the long haul term of things instead of just instant gratification, which everyone. You know, is whenever I have a client that tells me like, "Hey, I mean, I don't want a seven percent," I'm like, "Me either." <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, uh, you can get a zero percent, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, how?" Buy it cash. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, and then uh, Stephanie Paxton put something out yesterday that I really loved. And it said, if you're tired of starting over, stop giving up. <laughs> so had that buyer that you were just talking about not given up and, oh, I'm tired of getting beaten out, this and that, don't give up. Then all of a sudden, when the house comes that you don't get beat out on, you're in there with those good rates or what have you or a, or a logical rate. But if you stop completely, well, everything's going to pass you by because time doesn't stop. Life doesn't stop. Everything continues on. And it's I, I think it's uh, you'll never lose if you don't stop. Yeah, that's exactly right. You can you can fail every day. But if you don't give up, um, then you will win eventually. Yep. Like my license plate says, and it's my daily motivation. Keep going. Keep going. Damn it. And that's don't right. stop. Don't stop. Don't that's stop. what mine said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's jump into the last video that we have here. And it says the four U.S. housing market is being impacted the most by oversupply. oversupply. I'm interested to see. Potential home buyers are getting squeezed by higher mortgage rates and low inventory levels are keeping prices high in the majority of cities. But Goldman Sachs is out with a new note revealing that of the largest 25 metro areas nationwide, four of them, Austin, Seattle, San Francisco and Phoenix, you're looking at them on your screen there, have higher inventory levels than pre-pandemic and they're actually dealing with an oversupply. Danny Romero joining us now in studio. And Danny, this is pretty fascinating because we talk about the fact that inventory levels nationwide in most cities are very, very low. What's driving this? What do you think is factoring into this oversupply in those cities? Shauna, just not a pretty picture for the West Coast and the Southwest regions. Like you said, supply is outpacing demand. So, for example, if we move over Mm-mm, to the West Coast of San Francisco <laughs> specifically, nope. they, it's one of the most oh. expensive cities in America and home values have drastically declined. Another reason is that the pandemic caused a massive exodus of residents uh, looking for more space affordable housing uh, in other towns. And you also have to realize that San Francisco is part of Silicon Valley and the tech industry has been hit by massive tech layoffs. And even though these workers are finding other jobs in other markets, it's still impacting the region. The good news, though, is that home prices have fallen in this area in San Francisco. So there's not really much competition, which is a really big incentive for sellers, right, to bring buyers into that market. Now, if we move over to Phoenix, Arizona, home prices there have also fallen, uh, home sales, excuse me, have fallen there, uh, really cooling off from the pandemic frenzy that we saw, right? Um, due to those higher mortgage rates. And, you know, we saw the, uh, we saw, uh, mortgage rates bounce back up towards that 6%, really crushing home buying activity for the moment. But Goldman Sachs does note that the housing outlook looks less dire. And they're expecting that home prices will fall around 6.1% as mortgage no. rates nope. head toward that um, 6.5%. The, st- the issue, though, still remains that there is just a big supply of multifamily units, which will really challenge the rental market. 
It's yeah. interesting. Uh, those it? four cities that, that you mentioned there, the people you worry about are the ones that bought at peak COVID prices. They're going to get crushed in that two-year period. But the people that brought prior to it are still going to see an increase over that period because prices went up larger than the numbers we showed. I don't know if that makes a whole lot of sense to you, but the, again, the yeah. people that brought prior to that massive increase, they're going to be fine. Their price is still up over a three-year period. Yeah. If you bought right in the middle, oh gonna boy, you're going to get time for the value. Yeah, they're up. still making Ooh. some yeah. profit off of their uh, what they bought. Yeah, interesting. Danny, thank you so much. Appreciate. All right, I got a lot to say yeah. about this. I, one. I was going to say, I, I think with the um, right off the gate, you know, Austin being number one, yep. you have a lot of people flooding Austin. Yep. Their their prices were surging through Absolutely. the roof. Yep, they were uh, over asking on every property, and I think now people are coming to the realization that they have their house listed. And they're not going to meet values. Sellers, I mean, buyers are getting a little bit smarter. Like, hey, we don't have to purchase this house $100,000 yeah. over what it's actually worth. So you're having a house sit. And what you're going to see is price reductions Correct. across the board. So the housing market will level out in Austin at a certain point. I agree with that. And then they, they go into detail about how people are going to be so underwater over there in Austin. Well, the people that were paying $100,000, $300,000 over for these prices. I know it was happening because we had a couple of contracts come through from there. And you go, holy cow, you guys are paying cash? 100000 through 200000 over cash? They had the money to they, do it. They sold their house in uh, Los Angeles for a million. They bought this $500,000 house. They could have bought it cash, but they're like, I'm going to buy two. Correct. And, <laughs> and they have the means to do that. Now, yeah. the biggest message that I can say for anybody that bought at the highest peak is hold on to your property. As long mm -hmm. as you can hold on to it, it's going to come back around. How long will it take? I don't know. I don't have a magic ball or anything like that, but I do know that real estate over time appreciates. And the idea that Austin was heavily um, inflated mm -hmm. had to do with the influx of people coming there. Uh, I mean, she talked about the tech, you know, tech in San Diego, Los Angeles. I mean, all of those people fled California. <laughs> they still and they're, are. They're now, they're here right. in Texas. I mean, they're they're all getting established in the Austin area. Some of them are like bleeding out to uh, like New Braunfels, right. San Marcos, all that. But I, I feel like a lot of those people fled here. And, it, and bother it, it bothers me that they always use California as this marker for what the rest of the United States is doing. Historically, California has always been a massive roller coaster in yeah. value. Now, I will say something. If you zoom out on the historic values, it's still up. Yeah, <laughs> they they do crash, but yep. they come back up. Mm -hmm. and, and I feel like that's, I don't know, I hate to say it, but California kind of brought their way mm -hmm. and then hit Austin. Right. And Austin's prices surged through the roof. Correct. And, and it is about time that people are bringing those prices down. But as mentioned in many, many different uh, discussions like this, real estate is always local because Austin is coming down a tad to reality. Doesn't mean that San Antonio's market is going to follow suit. Yeah. In many cases, the people in Austin are fleeing to San Antonio mm -hmm. because it's only an hour away and the commute there, in addition to remote workers, yeah. by all means, you can probably work from home now um, <laughs> and it's acceptable. And I've heard a lot of people say, the people that work from home, they're not coming back to the office. <laughs> Why? Because they're able to get their job done and More now they can live anywhere. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nicole, got anything on that one? I mean, my my hometown of Seattle's up there. Mm -hmm. And I I believe it because it is it's 
it's a reality. I just spoke with an agent up there. The reality of buying a home in different areas, you have to bring yourself to that local market mm -hmm. because it's easy for me to say one thing about the Seattle market, but that's not my my bread and butter. Yeah, I'm working with this. This Correct. is different, different income, different people, different credit, different, different scenarios. Price point. Yeah, price points, and so it's just a shocker. And so that's why it's very important that we need to listen to the local news. Yeah, I agree. Not even the local news. Don't listen to the news. Listen to the local experts. Yeah. Don't listen to fake news though. Yeah. <laughs> uh and you I'm sure there's people out there that have homes in different area codes that understand what's going on. It reminds me of a song. I've got <laughs> homes. I've got homes in I would different love to hear area thing. codes, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm like, what? <laughs> I just threw me for a loop. I, I changed the H words out. Uh, uh. <laughs> well, guys, um, again, we're bringing you some information that is out there on the internet. Um, we're giving our take on it from our own perspective, being that we are in Texas. We finance homes in all of Texas, Florida, and California. Um, more than likely, soon to be Washington as well. Um, but we're here to provide you with the information that you may not get somewhere else. Um, we want to continue to bring you our opinion because we are in the trenches. We are helping those customers uh, navigate through these tough times. And we're here to give perspective. Um, hopefully that's what we do. Um, and tomorrow we, we will be coming to you with our Friday fun day. That's right. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you guys have anything else? Um, yeah, I would say, you know, guys, knowledge is power. And if you have an idea that you may want to buy and want to dig a little bit deeper into the loan programs, please reach out to one of us here at I Think Mortgage. Uh, it, I mean, we have plenty of loan officers who are well experienced. We have Nicole, I, Mark, um, and a plethora that y'all can yeah. choose from. Um, experts in our field, um, we'll do a deeper dive with you and see what options are good for you. Man, you look good. Thanks. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, then we will catch you back here tomorrow. I would like to say the same time, but who knows? Just uh, make sure you're tuning in as always. And we'll catch you tomorrow. What if we all go this way? And then we go this way. <laughs> yeah.